You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Safe space for all you foul mouth fantasy players out there. Tonight, fully reunited and fully hard out and dicked. King Josh, Josh King, Big Rome, and the Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's going on, guys? Oh, I've missed that intro. How's it going? Mm. Yeah, I missed your face. Your fucking beautiful voice. It, I missed you guys too. It's so good. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Look at you, your freshly shaven head, your trimmed up beard. It's just so sexy. So sexy. It is. It is. Like, I, you know, it. like I've said before in the past, I wear no pants during the show, and they'd be very short right now because this dick's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Elevated your pants um, a little bit. <laughs> that's what we talk about, weird guy shit. You know what's weird? Like, there's something, I, I, and I'm sure you guys do it too, but, like, so this morning – I was doing a lot of yard work and stuff. You know, you get a little sweaty, get a little BO going. Because mm-hmm. I didn't put deodorant on. It was early in the morning and all that stuff. But then, like, you fucking reek. And you're like, God damn, I fucking stink. So then, like, you take your shirt off, whatever. You go shower up. And then, like, you can't help but circle back and smell that shirt again. Because you're just so, like, enthralled by, like, the sm- You're like, what the fuck? Is and then that, you're like. Is that a real smell? <laughs> yeah. Gotta double check. <laughs> And it's like, and I know it's foul, and I'm like, can't help it. I just, it's like smelling salts. Like, oh god, like it's pungent. <laughs> Fucking ready. It's like a <laughs> fart, though. You know, you're farting. You're like, and you're like, oh damn, oh, that came out of me. All right. Everybody likes their own brand, though, and that's kind of yeah. your bo is your own brand. It's gonna, you're gonna like that shit. Yeah. Well, then, like, I came in the house, and my husband said, uh, like, oh, you fucking stink. And I told her, like, yeah, I'm fucking working outside. Like, I worked up a sweat. And then uh, she's like, I have never smelled you smell that foul before. She's like, why didn't you put on deodorant? And I was like, who the fuck am I there to impress? I'm fucking just doing yard work outside at home. Like, I haven't left the house. Like, <laughs> you need, then you have to, like, shower twice. Like, shower before and after? No, dude. It's a waste no. of time. Like, yeah. waste of time. Get, get this shit over with, and then I'll deal with it. Yeah. Exactly. But I just like I don't know, guys are dumb. Cause like same thing, like like, I don't, like like there's a spot on the couch that stinks, so you just keep sniffing it. You're like, I don't know what the smell is, but I gotta keep like, what is this? You dive like your face right fucking into it, like, oh, it's fucking disgusting. But I can't help myself. Like I'm really into this right now. <laughs> yeah. Those pheromones. <laughs> Listen, mm, my beef smells good. Mm. But it's nice, nice to have you back, Rome. We've missed you so, so very much. Thanks, man. I'm glad to be back. Cause, like, you know, fucking people are probably tired of just hearing fucking fish and I talk. Just hear our dumbass thoughts. No we way. need your dumbass thoughts too. It's not Gotta quite have filthy these dumbass enough. thoughts. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, there you go. Just not quite the same. But all right, well, we're all back together for tonight's show. Uh, back to everyone's favorite episodes: Pinks and Stinks. We apologize for not doing it last week, but also, you know, go fuck yourself. So there's that. Yeah, shit happens, you know? Yeah. We'll start off with some news, and then we'll get into Pinks and Stinks and waivers. So right off the bat, 
I think like the biggest news, honestly, was Frank Reich got fired and Jeff Saturday. Uh, is he in the Hall of Famer? He's definitely a future Hall of Famer. Is he in the Hall of Fame? I think he is in the Hall of Fame. I think so. But Jeff Saturday, former uh, Pro Bowl superstars center for the Colts back in the Peyton Manning era is now the interim head coach. And he is the first head coach in the NFL to have no college or pro coaching experience since Norm Van Brocklin in 1961. I have so many questions. I like this. I don't know. That's dumb. I think it's dumb. Sammy Sunday might as well come or fucking Mike Monday. I don't know. Jeff Saturday. <laughs> he snapped. He was a good balls. player. He was a good player. He was good player. because Peyton Manning was there. I feel yeah, like that's this is true. Look, he gets the ball out nice and he's quick a for good, you there. He's a, he was a great center. If you have no coaching experience, what the fuck is this? This makes no sense. I don't like it. Good luck to him. I'm all for a big offensive lineman getting shit done but i would yeah, gladly I be the head coach of the colts for like an eighth of whatever they're paying jeff saturday so same if you want a guy actually you have uh college coaching experience you have more experience than uh, i could jeff probably saturday. teach him a thing or two but he's got long more experience in the uh in the nfl world for sure but still that's like you're there's no scouting that's been like uh, you know, whatever happened to high the Rudy school. rule. Yeah. But like whatever happened to the Rudy rule where you have to like interview people of all color, shapes and sizes for the position. Is that you fire your... that every time or just during the off season? I don't know. It's That's still a question. question. But either way, like fuck the Rooney rule. It's just surprising where it's like, hey, see, Jim Ursay, I think some of these owners are just fucking idiots. Like just own the team. Just own the team. That's all you do. Like, why do you have an input in this shit? Just own the team. You're the money guy. Right. Just shut the fuck up and mind your own business. Because I think, like, who knows? Like, he was just like, hey, Jeff, you looking for a job? You want to come coach this team? <laughs> My coach <laughs> sucks. I'll fire him for you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Frank Reich's not even that bad of a coach. I was shocked by it. I really was. When I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? Look, I get it. They've been bad. How about... The offensive line is a shell of what they were. Don't even get me started on Jonathan Taylor. Mm. Jesus Christ. What a what a bum. Just not only in fantasy this year, but just in general. They trade away their number two running back. It's like they don't want to be successful. You bench you bench fucking Matt Ryan for Ellinger. Knock it off. So yeah. it doesn't make sense. Nothing nothing makes sense here. It's very Jacksonville esque. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Mm. Well, I'm not saying that the Colts would have won with Matt Ryan, but I think they would have had a better chance than they did with Ellinger. Like, right, without question. So, kind of the same with the coach, right? Like they'd probably have a better chance with Frank Wright than Jeff Saturday going in there. I mean, watch. Who knows? Jeff Saturday lights the world on fire and fucking destroys the league. I mean, it's he not going to happen. It, you know what? It could happen. Look at look Stranger at Things. Have He's happened. been doing this shit, but. He's also been a great fucking. He's also been a great fucking player and coach at many levels. Yeah. Uh Moving on, uh, Josh Allen has an injured UCL, similar to the Tommy John surgery that baseball pitchers have. It's a uh, the ulnar 
collateral ligament in your elbow um, in his throwing arm. So that's uh, that's fun. So just definitely monitor that. Keep an eye because if Josh Allen is out, that's sad for everybody. Uh, Zeke Elliott did not practice on Monday with the knee injuries. So that's kind of big because they're coming off the bye week. And Tony Pollard was the best running back on the team, which I know that hurts your feelings, Rome, because you're a big Zeke guy. But They're doing my Pollard. boyfriend dirty. <laughs> Pollard, Pollard has looked better. So, but I don't know. Keep, keep an eye on that. A lot of vets don't practice, though. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, running back for the San Francisco 49ers. He's been designated to return from the injured reserve, so his 21-day window has been activated. Um, I'm not worried Just about... in time for him to be irrelevant. Well, I don't know. Christian McCaffrey's bound to get injured at some point in time, so this could hey, be just... let's right. take it easy. Let's take it easy. I got a lot of shares of him. You know what? I will say this. Like, because you on your little vacation from the show for a little bit. Christian McCaffrey came to the fucking 49ers while you were gone. Yeah. <laughs> Although yeah, seeing him and seeing him wear number 23 looks weird. It fucked me up. It fucked me up real bad. And I they got rid of Wilson now, so he should fucking be wearing 22. 22. Or just hope. be like, hey, Lance, you suck. Give me five. Let me rock I the college am... number. Get it done. Fuck yeah. you, Trey Lance. Yeah, you don't need this. You're you don't need this. You just go fucking put on eight. All right, knock it off. <laughs> no, I was excited though. I think it's I think it's goddamn great that they picked him up. It was a it was a big splash move for really. I mean, it was expensive, but not that expensive. Like, they'll be fine if it if it gets them deep into the playoffs. You know, right? That then it's worth it. Um, because let I mean you know San Francisco. Although you guys probably would have lost in the first round of the playoffs without McCaffrey anyways. So, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> I mean, we'll uh, P.J. Walker is still the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers on Thursday night against the Falcons. I think that's more just because of a short week than anything else because Mayfield's been hurt and sucks. Sam Darnold actually just got active. His 21-day window started today, so he's probably not going to be up to game speed. So, I think this is purely a... You're like the only like healthy guy we have right now, so just fuck it. Get out yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, and then uh Aaron Jones. Uh X rays or reports came back negative on his injured ankle, so good. I guess that's good, but I don't know. Packers suck. are the Packers the worst team in football right now? They're acting like it. You'd, you'd probably give that fucking title to uh, Indianapolis. <laughs> it's gonna be a shit show. But it's a. <laughs> but like, if you think think about the worst teams in the NFL uh, right now, it's and it, and and it's all and it feels like one doesn't belong here. It's it's the Colts, the Packers, the Cardinals, kinda like they, the Raiders. Like it just I don't know. Like these are like the worst team. The Fal the Falcons are in like fucking first place for some fucking like goddamn the NFC is a fucking joke. The pa- yeah, the Panthers are real bad. The Saints are are not good. Yeah, the Saints just yeah, lost. Yeah, that game's been lost for a while. <laughs> it's just official. Although, I mean, at the same time, like uh, scoring has been down like twenty two or twenty three percent or some shit than previous years. So, just less scoring happening, and I don't know. 
gross. Yeah, it sucks for fantasy. It's all I got for news. There wasn't really much else. It's early. You'll start getting all the, you know, this guy didn't practice and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it'll come. Cool. All right, well, that being said, let's take a look at some of the delicious pinks that came out of this sweet, sweet week nine. Mm. Starting off with the quarterback position. Well, why don't you get us started? Who's your quarterback uh, pink of the week? Yeah, I'll get us started here. Listen, it's this is a pink just simply off of one stat alone because I think it's actually technically a bad game for Mahomes. Touchdown-wise, you're normally used to seeing them fucking five, six touchdowns in a game like this. This fucking guy threw the ball 68 times. 43 Jeez, for 68, man. 446 yards. One touchdown and one rushing touchdown. I think he got a two-point conversion as well. The way he runs is hysterical to me. I don't understand how he is so elusive because he's not fast. He's just like he's just wonky when he runs. Like one leg's going one way, one arm is circling, the ball is fucking just willy-nilly all over the place, but he gets it fucking done. The guy that he couldn't sync up with, it felt like was uh Kelsey. Kelsey had some drops in him. It was a little weird. Yeah. He had a good game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it could have been fucking better, which is why I put him in here for my pink. Well, that was the thing. Like with Mahomes' game, it was weird because it was like a bad game. But fantasy wise, he was like the quarterback two, I think. Quarterback. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he threw for 400 some odd yards, which is nice, but like. Carol or Carolina, Kansas City didn't look good last night. It was a bad game. Like I think their def- I think Tennessee's defense is legit. I mean, that's I obviously actually, what it is. But I turned the game off and started watching like food things on YouTube instead because I was so bored of that game. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to watch this right now. It's fucking listen. Boring. That tracks. That checks out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna watch this brisket recipe. This looks kind of cool. Actually, no, that's a lie. I watched. I watched. Uh, this guy made French onion soup, macaroni and cheese, and it looked wonderful. Sweet baby Jesus. I was, in, I was into it. All right, Fish, who was your quarterback pink of the week? Yeah, this game wasn't boring. I thought it was going to be a blowout, but Justin Fields, you know, he only completed 17 of 28 passes, so he's still not throwing the ball that much, but the, that number's going up. You know, they got a new receiver, but he threw with three touchdowns. And then he rushed for 178 in another touchdown, four touchdowns. Justin Fields has now had, let's see here, four weeks in a row over 20 points, three weeks in a row over 25 points. You're starting to see a trend. He's going to play Detroit, Atlanta coming up. I think you can see this trend continue. Yeah, it's actually a lot of fun. I agree. He's been a top 12 quarterback over the last four weeks, which is great. I mean. I'm not gonna lie, didn't see it coming because I thought Justin Fields wasn't very good. <laughs> but although, hey man, he ran for 178 yards. That is now the single game record for a quarterback. Even more than Michael Vick, more than Lamar Jackson. It now belongs to Justin Fields. Were so, any of them designed runs? Probably any so. of his big ones. I don't think they were. They were just him fucking scrambling. We well, had like him. that sixty. He had like that sixty-yard run that I think he just scrambled out and just took mm-hmm. off. Saw like saw a lane and just like, all right, let's go. Yeah, he certainly did but, do right. that. Uh, my quarterback pink of the week, uh, Tua. Tua has been very surprising this year. He was the quarterback four this week. Uh, he's the quarterback eleven on the year. 
he just, I don't know, really good, consistent play. Uh, you know, he went 21 of 30 for 302 and three touchdowns, which you love. I mean, who doesn't want a quarterback that can throw for multiple touchdowns a week? You know, back-to-back three touchdown performances. It's it's kind of funny. Ro, call me crazy, but you get a better O-line and add wide receivers to a quarterback, and all of a sudden they're really good at football. It's shocking. It's just shocking. It's just absolutely shocking. I, this is something that I... With Tua, and I think Fish can attest to this because I was trying very hard to get Tua off of him because I thought it would be cheap because I thought this was something that could happen. Look at his receivers, man. He's got the two fastest receivers in football. It's not shocking that this guy's fucking performing at the level that he's performing. He's more accurate than people gave him credit for. He's faster getting the ball out when he's not throwing up gang signs and, you know, full fucking vegetable. <laughs> but, like... I just saw, I just think he's going to continue this moving forward. It's going to be big time stuff with McDaniels at the helm. I'm excited. He's like, McDaniels is a great coach. Yeah. I'm he, too. Like, he could easily win coach of the year this year. Guys, Fuck tearing yeah. it up. All right. Rob, take us to that sweet, sweet running back. Listen, I, I, I saw when you guys put down, and I, I like him, but the elephant in the room is fucking Joe Mixon. And what he did yesterday was. Just staggering. Uh, This fucking guy ran the ball 22 times for 153 yards and four touchdowns. Then he decided, I don't even, I didn't even take the time to look at his stats, but it was probably like 50 yards and a fucking touchdown receiving. It was was four catches on five targets for 58 yards and a touchdown. He had five touchdowns. That's fucking insane. Five touchdowns, 200 fucking yards total offense. Uh, give me more of that. That came out of nowhere, too. Mixon was kind of... I don't want to say he was getting busty. He was getting a little busty to me. He just wasn't what everybody thought he was going to be. And then this fucking week, he was like, all right, I'm going to show everybody what the fuck it is. And he did his shit, man. Good for him. Absolutely. A lot of people were fading him. Yeah. Because he I don't was know. Just, I liked him. first-round draft but, pick. Yeah. But, I Yeah. I don't think he was panning out as a first until now, but hopefully he can keep it going. He's got a bye week next week and then some good matchups. So it's just funny because like before week nine happened, I want to say he was like the running back like sixteen on the year, but now he's the running back two because of that performance. <laughs> like it jumped him up to the number two running back in fantasy football. That's pretty good. Fucking so, good, Joey. Good for him. Actually, I think I read somewhere that this was the like fourth or fifth greatest single game fantasy performance of all time. Wow. It has to be close. Like, like Alvin Kamara had six one year. Jamal Charles yeah. had five. Who and then there was like some five? dude from like the 1960s who had like 300 yards and like four touchdowns or some shit like that. I mean, Tua just this year had a fucking monster game, didn't he? Well, he like a they're not counting quarterbacks. They're It's like the skill position players. I got you. I got like you. Peyton Manning had that game where he threw like seven touchdowns. Seven touchdowns, yeah. Yeah. Or six. <laughs> one of the two. Something like that. He threw a for 900 touchdowns. touchdowns in a game. Yeah. So. All right, Fish, who was your running back pink of the week? Yeah, I'm going to go with the rookie. I mean, this is five weeks in a row. A row now with a rushing touchdown. Ken Walker, 26 carries, 109 yards, two touchdowns. He had three receptions for 20 yards. But, you know, he Penny went down, and this guy just plugged right in. And he's, he's doing awesome. Like I said, five weeks in a row with a touchdown. So, really so good. have to love that. There's a lot of running backs who don't get touchdowns every week. I mean, 
that's really how Taylor was last year and James Conner. We were talking about him. Can they reproduce the touchdowns? No, they can't, but Ken Walker, this is his his turn. I think I think Ken you. Walker's – go ahead. I was going to say, let me ask you guys a question with Ken Walker because I've been thinking long and hard about this. He was my number one guy coming out. You guys will remember. I, I loved him. Mm-hmm. Where do you draft him next year? Top. If he let's say he continues at this pace that he's doing right now, is he a first rounder? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely right. He he's at least in the first round. I was going to say he. I mean, you could probably argue like top seven next year. He's he's throwing off to me just the way he gets in the end zone and the ferocity in which he runs. He's throwing off fucking uh, Marshawn Lynch vibes coming out of Seattle. And he was a fuck. He was solid. Guy got in the end zone constantly, and I can see that from Walker happening all all the rest of this year and fucking next year is going to be the sky's the limit. I think. Yeah. Um, my the actual pink, my running back pink of the week. I actually wanted to be Travis Etienne, so I'm just going to give him a little shout out. Twenty eight carries, hundred nine yards, two touchdowns. But I'm actually making, and it's a guy I don't like, but I'm making it Cordero Patterson this week. Um, first game back after being on IR, so he missed the last, uh, was it four weeks, five weeks, uh, came out against the Chargers, and it wasn't exactly the most efficient game. It was 13 for 44, two touchdowns, but he ran aggressively. But the reason why I'm bringing him up this week as my pink is because now I feel you should trade him because he already got hurt, and I have been anti Cordero Patterson since last year. Like I have not been a Cordero Patterson guy. I just don't, I just don't buy it. I don't see it. But my, th- my thing is this, someone out there has Najee Harris or some of these underperforming first early round pick guys. And you can be like, dude, Cordero Patterson has scored in every game he's been in except for one. He just came back from an injury and just had two touchdowns. Like the guy's a stud. But like fuck him, I don't, I don't buy it. I just think he had a great game, two touchdowns. I would try to sell high right now. Like this would be the ultimate sell point right now for Cordero Patterson. But overall, I mean, not a bad game. You know, two touchdowns is awesome. I'll take it. He's running back seven on the week. So yeah, absolutely. I, I actually, side note, shout out to Sleeper for adding the positional rank of the week on the on the game logs. Like that thing is the shit, and it makes my job so much easier. Cause I used to actually have to like circle back and look to see where they ranked and stuff. But now that it's all on like one. So like for those of you fucking people out there that aren't using sleeper and they're not a sponsor, they're just a friend of the show, but fucking move your league to sleeper. What the fuck are you doing? Like I play on leagues. I have Yahoo and my, my fantasy league MFL MFL is the worst fucking thing in the world. And next year, if someone asks me to join their MFL league, I will tell them to eat a dick. Like, I will never play in another MFL league because it is fucking disgusting. But, yeah, Sleeper. Sleeper is the shit. Agreed. So what about – do you guys agree, though? You sell Patterson or are you guys keeping him? Do you guys, like – is he still – I don't like – this wasn't quite the explosion of a game to want me to try to push him hard. I just feel like he's he's going to be a flex play to really a backup at this point. I, I don't know. I have a hard time. Uh, I'm in agreement with you. I don't know if it's going to continue. But, man, I just don't know if anybody's going to want to jump on 44 yards. Yeah, he got two touchdowns, but they were goal line work. That's, that's why you just keep talking about the two touchdown part. 
I mean, hard, you sell. You know what? Be a salesman. You you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> you can move them. Throw, yeah. throw throwing Brandon LaFell with that trade, and boom, you're turning. <laughs> you're gonna turn that into Ken Walker here in a minute. She was so good. All right. <laughs> All right, wide receiver pink of the week. Rome, who did you love? All right, I went ahead and went with the guy that was, for whatever reason on Twitter, just getting a lot of shit from people. Is Devontae Adams a safe play is what I kept reading. Is he is he going to keep falling off like he did the week before? Uh, I think he answered that fucking question, and I fucking think he answered it in like the first quarter. This guy had all these fucking catches and touchdowns. Uh, he was 10 receptions on 17 targets for 146 yards and two touchdowns yeah i think Devonte adams is going to be just fine uh even moving forward everybody you can you can pump the brakes on all that nonsense well the the reason why it was controversial is because all of those fantasy points the delicious stat line that you just read that was all from the first half in the second half he had one catch for zero yards so he went nine for 146 and two in the first half and then in the second half he did jack shit I mean, don't get greedy. He still put up 30 points, and that's amazing. Like, you you touch that chocolate dick of his for that. Like, that's awesome. But people are just concerned because the Raiders suck. Yes. And then, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I'd still, I wish I had Devontae. I have Devontae. I have zero shares of Devontae Adams, and it makes me sad. Yeah, me too. Hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Fish, who did you love this week? Yeah, I love this guy. I don't know if I love him is the right word here, but I had to talk about this team in this game, and he was probably the best player they had. Garrett Wilson, nine receptions on eight or nine targets, eight receptions, ninety-two yards. They're not the biggest game, mm-hmm. you know, fourteen points, but they beat the Bills. They're six and two. You know, they lost to Miami. They played a some a number of like. Easier games, but but they are they lost to Baltimore. I'm sorry, but they beat Miami, they beat Buffalo. If they could beat those two teams, two teams again, and somehow string together a few more wins, like they have a chance to make it to the playoffs. We'll see. But the other thing with Garrett Wilson is Zach Wilson is starting to look his way a lot more the past few weeks. So hopefully that chemistry is building, and they have a bye week to work on it this week. And hopefully we see it continue to grow. Yeah, absolutely. He should absolutely. be a stud. And then uh, my my wide receiver pink of the week. It's a weird one, but just hear me out. I went with Josh Palmer, wide receiver for the Chargers. Eight catches on 10 targets for 106 yards. The reason why I'm bringing him up is because all Sunday morning, our show Twitter was blowing up with mentions because people were saying, like, who should I flex, Josh Palmer or this guy or Josh Palmer or this guy. And I was telling everybody on Twitter, start Josh Palmer. Cause Mike Williams is out. Keenan Allen's out. Like they, they're going to throw to somebody. Justin Herbert still threw the ball uh, 43 times this game. And he got 10 targets. So he got almost 25% of the target share. Uh, I, and even when Keenan Allen comes back, I don't, Although I don't know if that fool's going to play at all this year. I, I think he might just be done for the year. But either way, Mike Williams is going to be out for another couple weeks. Go with Josh Palmer, man. Like, what the fuck? Like, and then if you look at the Chargers matchups the rest of the week, the rest of the season, they have good matchups all the way through the fantasy playoffs. So, I mean, and, and if you get Josh Palmer on the cheap, go that route. I mean, he was 
and granted, no touchdowns, but with the eight catches, 106 yards, he was the wide receiver 11 on the week. So, I mean, the fuck? Like, like, like Matt, Matthew Yeah, you Barry, talked about it before. Yeah. Like, what, who the fuck else are you going to play? Play, play, yeah. play Ooh, Josh Palmer. Scoring's like, down. Scoring's yeah. down. So, you know, 15 points from Josh Palmer's, Palmer's not bad. It's pretty good no. for, for this year. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Like, like, oh, you know, uh, like, who the fuck? Like, I mean, uh, Kenyon Drake ended up having a, a good game, but it's like, oh, do I start this running back who shares a back? Like, do I start Kareem Hunt or do I start Josh Palmer? It's like, start the number one wide receiver on the Chargers. Like, what the fuck? Like, why are we having this discussion? Like, you should be ashamed of yourself. But, yeah. So, All right. Tight end is a very disgusting position, but a couple guys did actually have some decent games. So, uh, Rome, why don't you go ahead and give us that tight end that you like this week? All right. I, I mean, I don't really like him. I don't like any tight ends, even myself. Um, Cole Komet had a nice little game. I mean, finally, I know everybody was drafting him and talking a lot about him as he was supposed to be a dude. Yeah. He's finally starting to look like it a little bit. Five catches yeah. on six targets, 41 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, right when everybody dropped him. Right when everybody said, all right, enough's enough. And he's like, yeah, let's see. But is it? <laughs> and now everybody's he's going to be a fucking waiver pickup and all that other bullshit. But, hey, good on him. Two touchdowns, man. I'll take that from a tight end any fucking day. You know, this like the tight end is a disgusting position because like last week he went two for 11 with a touchdown and that was good. Make him the tight end 12 on the week. That's gross. Like, all the more case on why, like, in our home league, we've been talking about possibly t- getting rid of the tight end position and making it a tight end slash wide receiver flex because of this kind of shit. But, yeah, no, but although 41 yards and two touchdowns, that's an outstanding game. Like, I'd, I'd take that. That's a Cordero Patterson-esque game, and I'll take mm-hmm. that. All right, Fish, give us a tight end. Yeah, Dallas Goder, nine targets. Eight receptions, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Godert's the only guy that we've been saying has been somewhat consistent. And even he's had his down weeks where you're like, well, shit, got nothing from him. But, you know, he's back to it. I still think he's going to be one of your more consistent tight ends. So it's nice to see him bounce back there. He's yeah. the only good player I drafted in our home league. Him and Nick Chubb. That was it. Everyone else, poo-poo. <laughs> Happens. Uh, my tight end uh, pink of the week. I went ahead and took Kate Otten from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, not a whole lot of offense going on in that Tampa Bay Rams game, but five catches on six targets for 68 yards and a touchdown. I'll take it. You know, the young man is, I think he's kind of solidified himself as a, you know, a, a quarter piece of that offense. Cause Tom Brady actually looks kind of bad. Cause that O-line is bad. So, I don't know. Get, I don't, kind of like what Fish always says. It's tight end. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no one cares. Like, if you don't have Kelsey or Andrews, no one fucking cares. Just play whoever. Exactly. Fucking tight end. Tight end is such a bad You know, let's just roll this directly. I mean, I know we're going to go to stinks anyways, but let's just get into the stinks. Like, let's just, let's just get out there with it. Let's start with tight end stinks of the week because of just how fucking bad it is. So, Rome, why don't you give us the the tight end stink that you fucking... Listen, here's the tight end stink I've got. All right, I'm going back to old reliable because he thought he was going to break out of it, but he didn't. He fucking didn't. 
Kyle goddamn Pitts, you piece of shit. Two catches on seven targets for 27 yards. I'm going to go ahead and just give that a round of applause. That's just wonderful, wonderful work. I don't, I'm done. I'm, I don't know who isn't out yet. I'm out. I don't know. If you're, if you're holding on to Kyle Pitts, it's because you drafted him in the third round. You feel like a fucking idiot. And, and you can't trade him in your league. Cause it's like, no, I don't even really, like, I don't even know if I, I mean, I think I still might take him in dynasty, but I definitely have zero interest of him in redraft. Like if someone dropped him in our home league, I'd be like, nah, I'm not falling on that grenade. <laughs> like he can yeah, stay there on the fucking pass. waiver wire. Uh, exactly. All right, fish. Who was the tight end that really just put poop all over your dick this week? Yeah, this guy pooped on my dick. Look at it. it's it's Bob Tunyon, man. Bob Tunyon three for four or twenty nine yards. He's had one good season, and we keep riding it like, oh, you know, this person's down. Bob Tunyon's gonna be his target to go to. This person's down. Bob Tunyon's gonna be his target to go to. Like he's got nobody there to throw to, and he still refuses to throw to Bob Tunyon. Like, like. I like Bob. I think that, you know, I've I've played him and been a victim of this recently, but it's just, it's just not going to cut it. Like the, yeah. there's the better options out there than old Bob. The worst part about Bob Tunyon, he's still the tight end 11 on the year. Like that's, again, to just talk about how fucking bad the tight end position is. You have shit games all year, and you're still the tight end 11. And speaking of yeah, confusing he's got one touchdown. Yeah, and like, and I was just talking about this like before we hit record. My tight end stink of the week is Gerald Everett. Um, you know, he figured with he got a lot of targets. He got eight targets, but five for thirty six. And this is the thing that that actually pisses me off. He only had six points, but he's the tight end fifteen on the week. Like tight end is the worst fucking position. It is the worst. I'd rather play two kickers. <laughs> like drop, like you'd you'd be better off in some cases playing two. Yeah, yeah. like it it's like I said. Outside of having Kelsey and granted Andrews was hurt tonight, so he didn't play. But you know that's besides the point. But outside of like those two guys, you don't want fucking anybody. Like fuck all of these guys. Like it doesn't fucking mm. matter. Like it really doesn't. It's just it's a gross, horrible position, and it's always gross and horrible, and it's even worse this year. Just what compounded on like how much worse it's been. Yeah. Well, like I said, especially cause like, like we, you were just talking about Bob Tunyon is your guy. So the last couple weeks he was a tight end 21, 22, 21, 24, 35, 24, but overall he's still the tight end 11 because back in week six, he went 10 for 90. <laughs> and so that's yeah. good enough to keep him at the tight end 11. <laughs> like what the fuck? Oh god, it's ridiculous! Horrible, 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 horrible. Well, that that was fucking disgusting. So let's also talk about some fucking disgusting quarterback performances. Rome, who was a quarterback that just horrible? I'll t- I'll go ahead and just throw this out here. It was probably the worst quarterback performance I've seen in a long time, and it makes me sad because I like him, Malik Willis. Son, you were five of sixteen for eighty yards. And I think he ran for like 40, which saved 
what could have been a truly horrific day. Um, watching the game like I did, just throw the fucking ball, kid. Stop, like, even if there's nobody open, fuck it. It If you're throwing at least interceptions, move it, make it a punt, throw it downfield. I don't give a shit. Stop taking sacks. You just looked so pathetic. You just looked pathetic. You know, it's sad, it's too. sad to say. So it is Monday, November 7th, 2022. A wide receiver on the Tennessee Titans has not caught a pass since the month of October. <laughs> so it has been a couple weeks since a wide receiver for the Titans. It's only been tight ends and running backs. But then again, he's only completed 11 passes in two weeks. This is this is somehow worse than the Bears a couple weeks back when just actually talk about your boy Justin Fields, um, his weeks one through four total points is less than what he scored week nine alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, fun times, fun times. All right, Fish, who's a quarterback that really just shat the bed? Yeah, I talked about this team before, and I want to talk about them again. The Jets. And no, my stink isn't Zach Wilson. He probably could be. Josh Allen, 18 for 34. He completed just barely over 15, 50% of his passes. Only 205 yards, two picks. He got hurt. I mean, he may have got some rushing yards. I didn't look. But it was just all around bad. I think, really, the Jets just have a really good defense. I mean, they, mm. they've been stopping other teams. They stopped pretty much the number one offense in the league right now. And they didn't just stop them and slow them down. They, they pretty much shut them down. Um, Josh Allen did save his day with 86 rushing yards. So it's not the worst performance from him for fantasy, but it's definitely not what you would want. You know, you'd think coming into the Jets, if he got 86 rushing tar- yards, you'd be like, oh, hell yeah, I've got three touchdowns. I've got 86 yards on the ground. He was moving the ball the whole time, but that just wasn't the case. No touchdowns to his name. Yeah, well, Sauce Gardner is going to win Defensive awesome. Rookie of the Year. He's so good. He is so As fucking good. At... And what's funny is because, like, Sauce Gardner's stat line, like, doesn't blow up because he only gets, like, like three tackles and, like, a couple passes deflected. But it's because no one wants to throw. He's like the he's like the new Darrell Revis. Like, they just don't throw at him. Which he's is so... not a bad move. No. He's really fucking good. Because he's so yeah. fucking good at stopping it. All right, uh, my quarterback stink of the week. And this one hurts me because I love the guy. But Justin Herbert, 30 of 43 for 245, one touchdown and one interception. Now, I will say this to to try to salvage my boy's day. He's on a team where his wide receivers, his wide receiver one was actually their wide receiver three. Their wide receiver two was their punt returner. And they still won the game. And he still threw for 245 yards. So I at least like that. So that's positive. But, you know. But it's just it's it's overall kind of disappointing because Atlanta's not a good defense. He's the quarterback eighteen on the week. You know he was in some drafts like the third, second, third, fourth quarterback taken off the board. You drafted him fairly early, and to get under twenty points from him, it hurts your feelings. But agreed, it does. All right, running backs. Rome, who shit this running back here? I am. Uh, I was so high on him coming into the season not not overly high not taking him you know too early but i just thought there was going to be a lot of good shit coming from my boy aj Dillon, and he has just not fucking panned out even in a game 
they're playing the worst fucking defense in the history of defenses, Detroit, and they can't wiggle the ball. AJ Dillon without Jones around, he got hurt. Eleven carries for thirty four fucking yards. I yeah, I'm out. That's that that right there alone in a game that most people, if you played him, that should have been fucking a smash once he got the fucking reins, once Jones went down against Detroit. Uh, it's embarrassing. He's been embarrassing. It's because Green Bay sucks. Yeah. Yeah, they do suck. But it's like, bad. No one expected A.J. Dillon to be this bad. And like Rome said, with with uh, Jones going down, it was like, oh, finally, A.J. Dillon will be worth something. And no, he didn't do shit. Against the Lions. So that's the thing. Like, it bums me out because in our home league, I have A.J. Dillon. And I drafted him fairly high. And in my head, I'm like, hey, Aaron Jones might miss time. Even if he's the only running back and they're like, nah, Jones is out next week. I still might not play A.J. Dillon. Dude. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right, Fish. He was a running back that pooped all over the place. Yeah. This guy's he's been bad all year. Look, he's been, he's been hurt for a few games. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. A little bit, but then I'll retract that because he's played six games. This guy scored over 10 fantasy points one time. James Conner. Um, he only had seven carries for 45 yards. They are not running the ball a lot. They're not including him in the game a lot, really, at all. He had five re- receptions for 19 yards. But we were worried about him not being able to reproduce the touchdowns. And not only is he not doing that, he's not reproducing the volume or yards that he did before either so it's double bust yeah rome you're like the only person in fantasy that i know that actually like actively looked for james connor <laughs> it was more of a i just needed more depth and he came along with jj in that trade so i'm all for it but james here's the thing that i'll say with james connor he only got seven carries right so there the usage isn't there but he did get 45 yards on seven carries He's in part of the passing game, five for five, 15 yards. Like that right there, if he gets in the end zone, it's a good day. That's that's kind of what I've been saying about Elliott all year. He's still running the ball okay. If he gets in the fucking end zone, it's a day. I'm okay with, yeah. with the production. I'm not okay with the usage right now That's that James Conner is getting. But I do think that that'll go up because he's coming back from the rib injury. It's finicky as fuck. Ribs are finicky. And I just think they're they're going to ease him back into it. Plus, let's be real about it. Fucking Inno Benjamin came in and did his goddamn thing. And they're like, oh, we've got a fucking dude. He's going to take carries away from Connor. We don't need to rely on him nearly as much until you fucking do and Connor can prove it because he's a better player. Yeah. yeah right, right. right. Uh, my running back stink of the week, Clyde Edwards Lair. Remember when he was a thing at the beginning of the year? Do you know how depressed I am about this? This hurts, <laughs> like, but continue. <laughs> well, I mean, like, he started off the year outstanding. He was, like, the running back, like, five yeah, pretty early in the year. But then just over the last couple of weeks, running back 50, 42, 30, and then yesterday, the running back 47. Four carries, five yards, one catch for 14 yards. So I, just... I want to know why. I want to know what he did. To be in this situation, because like, what did he was so good? He was so I don't good think the first four weeks. 
I don't think it's what he's doing thing. I think it's they're just refusing to. Re- How many times did you say Patrick Mahomes threw for sixty eight or something like that? Sixty eight times. Sixty eight times. That's the problem, and I'm not saying it's a problem because they're obviously they're winning games. But if you're not going to utilize a running back, then it makes them useless in fantasy. Like you're really just dependent upon touchdowns. Well, their pass catching backs Jarek McKinnon. So right. It just, I think game script, they're like, we're just going to throw 70 times a game and we're only going to throw to receivers and tight ends. Or I mean, Derek I get McKinnon. it, but at the same time, he made a lot of those plays early in the year where we're receiving touchdowns. Like, Hilaire can do yeah. it. That's the thing. I think McKinnon, look, I don't ever wish injury on anybody, but it's time for you to go, guy. Okay? <laughs> I don't need you. They don't need you. They've got CEH. Let him fucking do his thing, man. The thing that's funny with him. With Ceh was like I in I was in a league and I traded him away early in the year because he was hot. I needed some younger players in the dynasty league, and then I like I thought, then he had like a couple more good games. And I was like, fuck, maybe I made a mistake. And now I'm like, nah, I'm fine with that. Like I'm okay with the trade I made. Like the fact that I got anything, because now you can't like, like if someone's like, hey, just give me like a third round pick for Ceh. I'm like, no, go fuck yourself. Like, ew, fuck out of here. You know, so it's just, uh, yeah, what a yeah. what a disappointment he's turned into. That's, That's like really... me. I traded Mike Thomas in that league, and uh, I don't know if I would have got it, that trade done if I did it two weeks later. Yeah, he's not as bitch as on IR. Yeah, he's probably Such a pussy. done. Yeah, Do you still biggest... want Mike Thomas in our Dynasty League realm? <laughs> now you, I saw you withdrew the trade. I was like, damn it, I was going to go accept it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fucking did. I would do that even before then. I was like, why do I even want this fucking guy? Get out of here. <laughs> All right, wide receivers. Uh let let's let's take it home on the pain this week. So uh who's a wide receiver that really bummed you out this week, Rome? Uh the wide first of all, the entire receiving court in Tampa Bay was not particularly good. Uh, but Mike Evans in particular, I like his target share. He's got eleven targets. He only fucking made five catches though for forty yards. With Mike Evans, I mean, he's a he is a repeat offender of this. It's it seems he will have games where he goes off, and then he'll have games where he just fucking disappears. And and I don't know why, because nothing's really changed in that offense other than the old line being a little banged up. Uh, I don't think the running game's nearly as effective. And obviously, Brady is. Listen, I sympathize with Brady. So at this point, we're in the same we're in the same boat, but. Yeah, but use your boys, man. You use fucking use Evans. Come on, get your shit together. But like, dude, like I don't know. I watched, I watched some of Tampa Bay, and like Brady just throws these fucking darts at their feet. Like he's yeah. just he's not even throwing good passes, you know. Or even like he's got no time, and he's been known to not be the best when he doesn't have time. Correct, but also like, you know, he threw that pass to Scotty Miller, who's like three foot eight. You know, and it like threw it way too high and hit him in the fucking head, and he dropped it in the right. end zone. But just I don't know. But I, I actually agree with you, Fish. I think a lot of it's the O line problems because Brady is not mobile at all. Like he's about as mobile as Stephen Hawking was, and he's been dead for a couple of years. Hmm. But he just he does not move, and he does not move well. And you know, you're giving him three seconds to pass. <laughs> like that's. But like I said, he just he throws him in the dirt. Like he's not even like getting it up there. Like he's just like right in the like here, like here's a here's a sixty seventy mile an hour dart right at your dick. Like go catch it, you know. And then then he gets mad and he's gonna go smash an iPad on the sideline. 
So <laughs> that iPad had it coming. <laughs> He's like, I wanted Pornhub. This is like X videos. And he starts smashing it. Like, <laughs> ah, I'm single now. <laughs> uh, okay. Fish, who's a wide receiver that bummed you out this week? Yeah. I, I've never been the highest guy on him. I know a lot of people love him, but I'm on Ross St. Brown. Nine targets, so the targets are there. Four receptions, 55 yards. I think Amon Ross is going to be this. This is what he's going to be. Is He's going to be hit and miss. I don't think he's going to be this consistent player. I don't think the offense is good enough to have a consistent wide receiver weekly out there, for one. But I don't think he would be a consistent number one target on a team. I think there's going to be teams that could shut him down. There's going to be teams that do, and we've seen that. And for what people were paying for him, and, like, you know, he's still a starter. He's a wide receiver 26. He's not bad. He's missed, you know, he's had a bye week and missed a week already. So he was eased into the Dallas game. But it's, I don't know, it's not very consistent for me. And I think you roll him out there still, but I'm concerned that that he's not going to finish very strong. He's got some tough matchups coming up. Yeah, I agree. Then uh, my wide receiver stink of the week. Realistically, it should be all the Tennessee Titans, but that's low-hanging fruit. But I'm going to go with Michael Pittman. Just the Sam Ellinger project has been awful for him. You know, last week against Washington, he went 753 on nine targets. But then yesterday, uh, three out of three catches out of six targets for 22 yards and just couldn't get anything going. And, and the fact that Sam Ellinger is still considered the starter – I mean, maybe they'll have better luck next week against the Raiders because the Raiders are pretty bad too. But just what a disappointment for Michael Pittman because, like, he's so talented. Like, he's a legit stud. You know, a lot of leagues have drafted him in, like, the third or fourth round. And I don't think you could trade away Pittman. I mean, if if you have faith in Pittman's potential, you might be able to get him on the cheap from a manager. But, I mean, just – you know, I don't know. It, it just sucks because the team the team would be better off with Matt Ryan, but for some reason they're sticking with Sam Ellinger. So, well, the uh, team is a whole is a disappointment too. Like, um, what's his face? Don Taylor. Don Taylor has been a disappointment all year. We didn't really expect much outside of anyone, but you know, Matt Ryan was considered a borderline QB one streaming quarterback, and he wasn't really shit the whole season. We know Ellinger ain't gonna be it. So it's just been a gigantic mm-hmm. disaster. Yeah, it's awful. Just bad football altogether. Uh, so that's going to do it for Pinks and Stinks. So let's go ahead and talk about some of the waiver pickups that we like. Not even like, just they're guys, they're bodies that you can <laughs> use and abuse for week 10. Um, this upcoming week, the Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, New England Patriots, and New York Jets are all on a bye. So there's a couple. Uh, so, you know, no Lamar, no Joe Burrow. So there's a couple quarterbacks out there that we think are streamable or at least pick them up um, and see what you got. Fish, why don't you go ahead and give us uh, the quarterbacks because you're high on a couple of these guys. Yeah, the first guy I'm high on, I've been high on this guy. I didn't think he was going to pan out too much this year, but Justin Fields, he's had a, four weeks in a row over 20 points and three weeks in a row over 25 points. He's playing Detroit this week. So if you got mm. one of your quarterbacks on bye week this week, that's 
juicy matchup for him. And he's playing Atlanta the week after that. That's, that's two weeks you can get out of this guy. He's playing the Jets after that, so I probably steer clear of that. But two weeks out of this guy, he's a quarterback seven overall somehow because of what he's put together these past four weeks. So I think that he'll continue it for at least a week or two. And for as far as bye week filler, streamer, I, I, I like that. Yeah. The um the next quarterback here I'm going to talk about, and this is really a bye week filler in my opinion. If you want to try to roll with him further, you certainly can. But he's going to usually land you right about 20 points. Not very much upside. But Garoppolo's playing the Chargers. You know, their defense is kind of depleted. I think that they'll be able to put up some numbers. I think Garoppolo will stand steady there at that 20 points. And like I said, that's strictly kind of a bye week filler guy. I wouldn't be looking to, to hold him any longer than that. The last guy is somebody I would be looking to hold on to for the remainder of the season. Um, there's a bye week for him this week. So you have to, you're trying to get you know a week or two ahead of the game. Or no, bye week was this week. And then the, they play again this week, next week. And then trying to get a week ahead of time. But Deshaun Watson, um, you know, you're playing the moral. Like, you know, do you want to win or do you care about morals? He's going to be available in some leagues. He's probably going to be good when he's back. He's got a tough matchup week one, but, you know, if you're if you're playoff bound and you have a roster spot and you're like, what should I put here? Add the depth in Watson. It's all about yeah. winning. I don't care that he, Bill Cosby, a bunch of people. You win, goddammit. You damn right. <laughs> but, yeah. No, those are, those are all, uh, those are all some dudes that you want to take a look at. I, I actually agree with that. Then I'll go ahead and take these uh, running backs real quick. But Jeff Wilson, he actually had 50% 50 of the snap share. So he shared with Raheem Moster. He scored a touchdown. He looked all right. He's available in 48% of leagues. And everybody knows, Rome, you know, especially because you're a 49ers fan, Moster cannot stay healthy. So it's only a matter of time. So grab Jeff Wilson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kylan Hill, this is purely speculative. So like if Aaron Jones is to miss any time, A.J. Dillon is the guy you want to roster. But Kylan Hill, he is the third running back on the team. He's available in 100% of leagues because Green Bay is awful. And no one, why the hell would you want the third string running back on an awful team? But sometimes you just need bodies. So just that's a guy to keep an eye on. And then um, James Robinson, he's available in 25% of leagues. He just scored a touchdown. I think he's going to take over that backfield, especially with Brees Hall gone. Uh, Kenyon Drake, he just had two touchdowns tonight, and I know that bothers you, Fish, because you hate that man, but he was a stud, and if Gus Edwards misses any more prolonged time, Kenyon Drake's going to be the guy. They are going into a bye week, so you're not going to be able to use him next week, but, you know, throw him on your bench. And then, this is more just like a side note thing. It's the NFL. They'll figure it out. But there's rumors that Ken Walker's actually having a tough time potentially getting into Germany for this Sunday, um, because he doesn't have a passport. So DJ Dallas or and or Travis Homer, who are widely available in leagues, you should definitely. Wouldn't that be some sneaky shit if you snuck in one of those guys? Sneaky Pete, he'll he make it work. I figure, I think they'll be able to get him in. But you're right. Like there's, sometimes other countries like, no, nah, fuck you. I don't care if he's yeah. going to be on TV. Like look at Brittany Griner. She's like a fucking, she committed like war crimes and she's going to spend nine years in a Russian prison. <laughs> For a fucking yeah. weed vape pen, you know. So yeah. other countries are weird, man. Yeah. Shit happens. You can't fuck around with shit like that, dude. Yeah. 
You know what? At the same time, fuck you, Brittany Griner. You knew goddamn well that that shit's not legal there in Russia. Like, but you still wanted to be a stupid fucking idiot. Like, yeah, for real. Yeah, you gotta play your cards right, man. Like, I I'm all for people smoking and stuff. I don't really care, but like, you're in another country. It's not you know the rules don't apply. You're not fucking special. Like, you're special no. in the United States, but you're not fucking special in Russia. You're just another fucking person smoking a weed pen. Dude, that's yeah. They are like, having none of that. But it's like, you're, you're at the airport. Like, what do you fucking think is going to happen in the airport? Like, they're going to look at your bags and shit. You can't just, like, chill for, like, the couple weeks you're going to be in a different country. Like, I have to have my weed pen. That's true, too, yeah. Dumb <laughs> Maybe bitch. you need a break anyways. You know what, dude? And fucking, Brittany Griner ain't even a star. Like, seven people know who she is. The only reason why people know who she is now is because she's in fucking Russian prison for nine years. Like, no one fucking knows who she is. Like, dude, look at all these fucking people. Like, like I've seen all these videos on, like, YouTube, and they're fucking hilarious because guys will be like, hey, like, would you rather have a dollar or, or like, courtside tickets to the NBA, WNBA game tonight? Everyone took the fucking dollar. <laughs> like, nobody wants no, – like, no, nah, I ain't going to that bullshit. And the people, like – like and they stood outside of the arena, like that the team plays. And he's like, "Do you know like the the name of the team, like the local team?" And they're like, "Huh, no." And they're like, you know, like points at the fucking like thing across the street. He's like, "That's them right there." And they're like, "Oh wow, like look at that," because no one gives yeah. a fuck. Nobody gives right, a shit. Anyways, Rob, why don't you talk about some uh, wide receiver waiver wire pickups? Uh, yeah, man, I'll there. talk about some of these wide receiver guys. We got uh, Terrence Marshall. All right, he's available for the uh, Panthers. 94% of leagues. I get it. I don't know how sold I am on this guy, but he's going to be running out. He's going to be running around trying to make catches. That's all you could hope for. If you're in a pinch with fucking uh, any of these bye weeks, he's a solid opportunity. But there's one better, which is why I saved it for last year. Darnell Mooney. Listen, with the emergence of fields, I feel like you're going to see the reemergence of, Mo- of Mooney. It's he's gonna finally come out and be what me and Joshy thought he was gonna be mm, pre fucking season. What we all th- what we really truly believed, and now we're gonna fucking see it because everything kind of seems to be slowing down for Fields, and it's gonna just it's gonna work out for Mooney's favor. I'm excited. I'm pretty excited about him. He's available in thirty nine percent of leagues. Well, plus like since Mooney had a couple bad weeks there, um. I don't know. People weren't people were dropping them. I saw them dropped in a lot of leagues, you know, so mm-hmm. go get them. And Fuck this it. Like, Claypool edition may open things up a little bit for him, too. That might have been yeah. part of the problem there is that he was re- really like they could just single him out and shut him down. This might well, help. Demarcus we'll Pringle is not good. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> He's not Brandon LaFell. No. The Pringles are good to eat. That's about it. Well, good. Yeah, they are. I love me some Pringles. Just All right, bro. Don't fuck around with anything else. Nothing wrong with dude. Fake potato chips. They're fantastic. Bring it. Bring us home with some tight ends. All right. Listen, I hate all tight ends, but if I were to like one, I actually kind of like Isaiah Likely. Came from my, one of my favorite schools, Coastal Carolina. Uh, he's available in forty-one percent of leagues. Caught a touchdown tonight. Looked good. You really got to monitor the situation though with Andrews. If he comes back. I don't know how 
you're not going to get the volume play in likely, but he's definitely showing out as he's got some motherfucking potential. They love their two tight end sets. He's going to be on the field. It's it's a solid play. And then fish, you take this last one. Yeah. This last guy, I've been high on this guy since I had to um, pick him up in a dynasty league. Cause he's, you know, he slowly impressed me each time, you know, the opportunities growing there, but, but Kate Otten, He's got Tom Brady throwing it to him. We know Tom Brady has been able to use tight ends, multiple tight ends too, in the past. So it seems like he's going to get his fair share of targets. Um, I don't know if um, Cameron Brate's going to come back from injury anytime soon, and I don't know that that would even matter because Otten looks better than Brait. Um It's a gross position, so who the fuck cares? Kate on if you want to try somebody, if you want, do if you want to throw your dart you somewhere want. else, then do that. Tight ends are fucking gross. Actually, like I'm in a dynasty league and I need a tight end, and it's like literally because it's a dynasty league, like no one's available. Like I'm gonna have to pick up like Durham Smythe, who's the backup for fucking Gasecki, who has like one catch on the year. So it's like, man, just take your losses. Fuck you, Titans, yeah. piece of shit. Okay. Actually, no, fuck you, Darren Waller. Play, yeah. goddammit, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Darren Waller's the, the whole crux of the problem with tight ends, right? It's all his fault. Because if he would just be regular, then the other tight ends would follow. Even I'm blaming Darren Waller specifically for the entire NFL tight end problem. If he wasn't just a bag pile of trash? Yeah. It's all his fault. This whole, this whole debacle is all Darren Waller's fault. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Oh, he's great. I hope you're happy. Fucking Darren Waller. Fucking motherfucker. I'm glad you're back, Rome. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back, man. It's not the same it without awesome. you. Like my uh it's not. my D hole doesn't feel as warm as it used yeah. to. Mm, this is true. <laughs> I'm glad I can make your D holes nice and warm, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Put that sweet ear honey into the people. The sweet, sweet, the sweet, sweet voice uh. of Big Rome. <laughs> but anyways thanks for listening guys we appreciate you thanks for the support and the love we're almost there guys hang in there unless you're like one in eight then your your season's over i'm sorry your team sucks <laughs> you should have listened to us more god damn it but if you're like four f- four and five five and four even if even if you're three and six you can still make it because actually, I'm like, three and six in one league, and I'm only like one game out of the playoffs somehow. Yeah, actually, I beat you in one of our dynasty leagues, fish, and that makes me sad because I want my team to be bad because I need a better draft pick. But anyways, that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> um, yeah, why didn't you set a better lineup? God, I think I said what I could. Most of my lineups this week were like bye weeks. I was like, here's what I got. Yeah, that's what I did too. I was like, well, I can't. Got to play somebody. All right, anyways, get us on social medias at Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter. Get Big Rome at Big Rome FFF. Get the Fantasy Fish at F Football Fish. That's our Twitters. Instagram at Filthy Fantasy Football Show. And send in your emails to Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much for listening. I love you. I hope you won. Rub your nipples and, uh, you know, be safe out there. I'm King Josh, Josh King. Big Rome. Fancy Fish. Have a good one, y'all.